Hello, and welcome into episode 359 of Girls Beer Sports, a conversation with girls about beer and sports and whatever else, because it's our show and we do what we want. I'm Carrie, coming to you from Stanley Manor Studios. To my right is Sarah. Hello. And man, she tried. She made it five shows, five shows in a row she did. But that's okay, because um, I think we have a... We have a equivalent kind of. I mean, she's sometimes duplicated, sometimes imitated, but never, never duplicated. duplicated. That's that's mm-hmm. Lauren, right? Definitely. Mm-hmm. But a close second is Bearded Lauren. Hello, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's your new name. Bearded yeah. Lauren. I oh. like I like Utility Kyle, but, but Bearded but, Lauren but just has that. Sarah just Je ne sais quoi. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, before before yeah. I was, uh, I wouldn't call me a regular, but no. before I was the substitute for Lauren, you know, I just. Did utility things? Yeah, sure. Well, like, and you're you always can. you're always doing utility things. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, you do all kinds of stuff around this house. Uh, I mean, we we t- we talked about last week how you're so good with your hands. <laughs> you did, <laughs> right? I was I was chuckling. <laughs> as I was listening to the podcast. Yeah, so you need you some WD forty. Oh yeah, yeah. Spray that on <laughs> that there, cologne. right? That cologne, yeah. 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 Absolutely, yep. for sure. But yes, I do like bearded Lauren. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're going to be called from now on. I'm okay with it. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, here we are. Uh, really nice day out today. Yeah, I'll yeah say. Day. It's windy as heck, though. It is, but we made it through. Did anybody have to build an ark on Thursday? Um, I should have. Let me tell you what happened to me. Oh, what Thursday. happened to you on Thursday? Um, yes, because I saw you last on Tuesday. Yes. So Thursday was a real difficult day getting out of the house. Um, kept forgetting things while I was still at home, and then I had a headache. And then I got all the way to work, and it was raining the whole time, but I got all the way to work, and I got out of the car and started walking. It was just sprinkling, mm-hmm. and I was like, crap, I forgot something I really need for my physical therapy appointment, and I have to go home and get it. I do not have time <gasps> oh, no. after, because I have to go at the end of my work day to right. physical therapy right, right. for my knee that is still injured from that fateful fall. Um, so I had to turn around and go back home, get what I needed came back and i'm like half a mile from work and the sky turns black like the mm. color of kyle's uh, sweatshirt over here yep. and and then the rain just starts pouring down in a literal monsoon so um i was very wet when i got to work and my shoes were soaked through to my socks mm. and it was uh, a whole thing that sucks. yeah sorry i was like a little drowned rat for yeah. most of the morning but nice yeah. Well, we walked down to pick up Sylvia from school, and I was like, oh, it's raining. I'll grab an umbrella. Didn't help. Didn't, nah. didn't help at yeah. all. And it rained all damn day. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that's the thing is that I was told by the fine weather people on WLEX 18, because that is the channel that we watch, Mr. Tom Ackerman in the morning. Uh, the Trackerman? Yeah. I love I loved to meet some Tom Ackerman. Yep. Um, I was told by Tom Ackerman that we were going to get a break. About well, 11, 11 a.m. And boy, was that not correct. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, the ravine, uh, which is actually fitting, and I'm talking about the ravine based mm-hmm. on the beer that, that we're sharing today, which we'll get to here in probably about <laughs> 10 minutes, minutes, whatever. Yeah. 70 minutes. Right. Probably. Yeah, sure. Uh, but at some point by the end of the show, we'll get to it. But uh, yeah, so the ravine, I can see out my window from the third floor of my, my building mm-hmm. and uh, Lake Oh man! Uh, it was a literal lake. Yeah. How many professions can you have and constantly be wrong and still keep your job? 
I don't know. I think, I mean, obviously, based like, they have so many tools now and computers and satellites and yeah. all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So I think that they're, they're, the Pacific, the Good Lord, the percentage of them (laughs) being correct is higher now than it used to be. Yeah, and I mean, that being said, there's like so many variables that go into halfway predicting anything. Uh, Locally, we used to have this guy, I can't remember his name, but he had the three-degree guarantee for the temperature and forecast every oh, day. Okay. And if you broke well, it, gee, I could guess within three degrees, yeah. right? You have a six degree span there, Bob. I mean, come on. Yeah. 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 That one's uh, not very accurate. So I don't, I don't, I tend not to rag on weather people too much no. just no. because they, they, again, the equipment's become much more sophisticated, mm-hmm. you know, with the radars and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, the weather is still volatile. Yeah. It so can change literally on a dime. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And especially in Kentucky. But yes, Thursday sucked. Because it rained and rained and rained and rained and it rained did. some more. Yeah. But by the time I got home, it was only sprinkling, which is how I could have started my day, but it is not how I started my day. Sorry to so hear that. Okay. Well, and I feel like, you know, we are starting to creep closer to the spring of deception. Like every every day that goes by, we're getting closer to spring of deception and then spring of deception two yeah. and then a third one. We're currently in um, false spring right now. Yes. Yeah, yes. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it is like 56 out or something. Yeah. But the day after we had the monsoon, it was... Um, flurrying and it was 20 yeah. degrees when i went to work so. yep yep yeah indeed yeah i saw this uh video online it was like uh things that would make everyone outside of kentucky like lose their minds so like, mm-hmm. yeah the other day it was almost 70 degrees and today it's 30 and sleeting yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean that's about yeah that's what we say about kentucky weather although i have noticed and this does excite me is the fact that the shadows are starting to get longer mm-hmm. later yeah. Ease. Yeah. I, so when it goes longer days, you know how y'all know how I feel about the the time and the sun being up longer. So. Yeah, I was still seeing a sliver of sunlight uh, yesterday as I was driving home <laughs> at six forty five. Yeah. So, there yeah. you go. Yeah. 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 So it's getting later. Very exciting. So thanks for coming to our weather yeah. uh, weather person TED talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, local Kentucky weather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Catch it if you're here. Um, oh, so y'all know that I'm really not on Facebook anymore. I mean, I'm on Facebook, but I just scroll through groups now. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah. you know, I don't scroll my main page to see what any of my other, I will call them high-level acquaintances. Yeah. That's what I have now. <laughs> I have very, very, very few friends. I think I probably have like three friends that mm-hmm. I would say are actual friends, right? Um, do I count you and Lauren as one person or two people? Mm, I don't know. It's a tough call. Okay, so maybe four friends, four actual friends, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody else I consider a high-level acquaintance. (laughs) There you go. Does that make sense? Makes sense. I think so. Well, even even well to talk about Facebook for a moment, most of my feed is all sponsored and suggested. Like none of it's even like none of it's either people post anymore. But occasionally, as I get onto my page before I hit the groups button, I will see it. You know, shows you the memories or whatever, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, most of them, I'm like. You know what the hell was I thinking in 2012? This what what is this? Well, I just posted. Yeah, you know, yes. ugh, they're awful. But this one was actually pretty decent. And sometimes, if I find a decent one, I will share it. And I shared this one. I couldn't believe it. Five years ago, mm-hmm. on February 18th, this show, Girls Beer Sports, celebrated our 100th episode. Yeah. Yay. 
359 now. So, and, was, and it was a lot of fun. We we recorded it at Mirror Twin. Yeah, and you guys had the special beer. We did. Derek, uh, shout out to him at, at, down at Mirror Twin, made us our own beer, yeah, which was super really cool. super cool. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of people come out just to hang out and drink yep. and that kind of thing. And uh, the Brunch Phoenix showed up. Mm-hmm. She was on for 100, which yep. was rose from the ashes. I think that was the last episode she was on too. Maybe, it was. yeah, it was. Okay. It totally was because she had been off the show, mm-hmm. but Lauren convinced her to come on 100. Yeah, yeah, got to. yeah. So, Very so yeah, cool. and it showed it got a picture, and we had balloons, and mm-hmm. yep. yeah, it was a really, it was a really good time. It was yeah, fun. The four yeah. of you guys, the little matching t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we had our GBS shirts on, and yeah, we had a we Sarah had a, wasn't there yet. No, 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 you weren't. You, I don't think you I came also, to the. Did you come to the event? I didn't get to come to the event, but I, I was aware of you all by then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because well, you had been on the yeah. show. I think we've maybe been on once, like or, something. or maybe twice even. Yeah, me and Renee. Had yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So but I think we were probably working or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really, it was really kind of a cool memory, I guess, that, that popped up. And I will also say that that particular day. I went home and recorded uh, an episode of Berman and Bad Opinions on that mm. same day. <laughs> and it actually, we had to turn around and go back to Mirror Twin because I left the Stanley Cup cup there. Oh, oh yeah. Not the Stanley Cup right. cup. Yeah. So we had to turn around and go back. But overall, it was a really fun day, and I really appreciated everybody that came out. And then kind of like, I guess we we did, well, it's Shamrocks maybe for 200, I think. Yeah. And then... Yeah, 300 we just did here because i was like i'm kind of over like i think once you get past that hundred mark Mm -hmm. you're kind of over the anniversary you know what i'm saying like the milestones Mm. where you maybe was it maybe during the the rona no i don't think so so. Mm -mm. because it was here yeah and i'm pretty yeah and i'm pretty sure lee was on it i think i'd have to go back and look i I mean it was 60 weeks ago right yeah no, I don't. I don't think it was. I just remember being like, "Yeah, three hundred was coming up." I don't really care. Let's just. <laughs> I, I think I bought. No, I went to uh, the beer trap, and I got some special beers. Uh, like I got some was. some yeah. big special beers mm-hmm. or whatever, that, and they were like expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the cellar collection yeah. over there. Oh, they have some cellar. sweet beers. Yeah, in but yeah. So I don't know. Hundred. It was a lot of fun. And again, yeah. thanks. Shout out to Mirror Twin and everybody who came out. And mm-hmm. yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Was, before I was I on 300? You know, you may have been. Actually, I don't remember. <laughs> How long have you been there? I don't well, remember. Well, I'll tell you, like, well, year like pe- pe- I guess people don't understand the fact that once I hit stop on this show, I will go home, I will load it into the computer, I'll do whatever I do with it, and then I will post it on Tuesday and, forget about it. and kind of forget about it because I'm already moving on to to 360, right? Yeah. You're you're just it's just a constant. You get in this uh, workflow loop, I mm-hmm. guess, yeah. where you just don't even think about it. You just do it, yeah. and then it goes out, and then you're on to the next one. Yeah, yeah. I have to take notes during our other podcast, otherwise I don't remember what to write down <laughs> the next day. Right, <laughs> and and see that at least helps helps that I I listen back and and whatever. So I'm like, okay, kind of in my head. As much as I hate writing descriptions, mm. even to this day, I I hate it with a passion of five thousand sons. <laughs> um, 
but I'll have in my head just kind of some basic stuffs that we talk, yeah. like some big kind of picture subjects or it's whatever. It's hard to do, it honestly. Is, honestly, you, you, yes, and that's why I hate it so much. Because it's hard to write a good description that's not going to be like a paragraph. because or that's yeah. giving everything away. Right, because yeah. nobody wants to read or that. Or just a list of topics you talked about. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, I've said this before. That's why I don't write them for Bourbon and Bad Opinions. I'm like, here's the title, here's the episode. Listen if you dare. Yeah. <laughs> We talk about stuff that's and what, bourbon. That's what I should say. Listen if you dare on every yeah. every episode. That's yep. the description. Listen if you dare. Yeah. Yeah, and it's bourbon involved. Honestly, I would like to know how many people actually read the description. Because once you're subscribed mm-hmm. and a new episode pops up you know, on your mm-hmm. phone or whatever... Don't you just hit play? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you're subscribed, yeah. so you're you're already invested in that podcast. Yeah. I, I never read the description. I just hit play. Yeah. And that's on every all of them that I listen to. Same, for the most part. Some of them I will, just because they're like right there. But it, it depends on which podcatcher you're using, I guess. Too. Okay. Yeah, like on Apple Podcasts, they're there for you to read. Right. Like, yes, they're right where there. You play. But yeah. if you listen, like I listen on, on Stitcher, and it's just like, here's the show, play button. Okay. And you can t- tap into it and read the description, but it's not automatically yeah. there. Yeah. It's that second step. You're like, eh, not yeah, really. and like, eh. Now, the science podcast I listen to, I'll always check the topic, because if I'm not interested, that's I don't fair. really want to listen to it. But yeah. like, if it's just like a conversational podcast, sure. I, don't, I don't bother. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, I've always wondered how many people actually read the description like if if i put in something that was totally inaccurate that had nothing to do with what we talked about Mm -hmm. would Mm -hmm. somebody say something no i should do that there's probably one troll out there who would but eh. we don't have enough listeners for that (laughs) 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 and 359 we still don't have enough listeners but it's fine we don't do this for the listeners actually i don't anymore i used to (laughs) i used to be obsessed with it but you know again once you hit a certain milestone and a certain plateau i think you're either doing it because you like to do it and it's Mm. fun which it still is for me yeah or it's just not fun anymore. It becomes a grind and a slog, and you're like, you know what? Yeah. Not getting paid for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's um, some podcasts I used to listen to, and you could tell when the fun dropped off because mm-hmm. it was always like, and now we're going to talk about this funny thing because they obviously had sponsors at that point, uh, and they had like a script yeah. that they had to follow. And yeah. it's like, oh, okay, this isn't any fun to listen right. to. Yeah, and sponsored by Stamps.com. Like, ugh. yeah. So you know, once it once it doesn't become fun anymore, and like I said, it's still fun for me, even though you ha- you go through those periods. I think of of kind of self doubt or even like, oh man, do I still want to do this? Like, mm-hmm. who cares? Nobody listens. You I don't know, drive over to Lawrence. Uh, <sighs> why? Why am I? You know, why I, I've got to? Uh, <laughs> you know, I've, I've got to plan this thing every single week, and mm-hmm. and and yeah. you, you in the back of your mind you get that like, why am I still doing this? Right. But then it rolls around to Sunday, and I'm yeah, I'm like, oh yay, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. You get to see friends. Yeah, see yeah. friends, yeah. not friends. Hi, not high level acquaintances. You're actually in the friend group (laughs) sarah made us food so yeah she did it was really good too thank you appreciated that Mm -hmm. all right so we are 14 50 in so let's get to what we're drinking (laughs) i told you to be about 15 i know that's about that's about what it is all right well i think this is a new brewery for me but i'm not sure i don't remember because it's been it's been so long yes um this is pretentious barrel houses 
So pitted. American sour ale with fresh peaches. So I have something from them, not that, mm-hmm. but the Beer Trap has them. That's where okay. I got mine from. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And this has been aged 14 months in oak barrels. Oh, okay. And then it says on the back, every year we break down hundreds of pounds of fresh Georgia peaches to combine with our sour blonde. This beautiful peach beer is a celebration of summer, even though it's February and it's it's not cold it's not warm. you know what song i wake up singing almost every morning and i'm not even kidding and i don't know why hmm. going to the country you're gonna, gonna eat, eat a, a lot of peaches I'm not, and i actually sing that song for a lot of things like if i'm gonna make taquitos i'm like gonna go get me some taquitos, taquitos. gonna make me <laughs> some taquitos it's really weird taquitos come in my box. <laughs> but they're <by> a fox. <laughs> In a factory downtown. <laughs> Solid. Nice. No, yeah. but I, I do, this morning, I woke up and I'm getting in the shower and I'm like, moving to the country, gonna yes. eat a lot of peaches. And I don't know I why. I was really hoping you're going to say, uh, I got you, babe, I share. Oh, God. <laughs> God, no, no. This also says, before we move on to the next beer, making sour beers on purpose. Okay, I like yes, that. I like that a lot too. Yeah. I love a sour beer and yes, I drink them do. on purpose quite nice. often. There you so go. So this is a beer for me, apparently. I did see a thing where a lot of beer companies start selling a sour because they screwed up the recipe. You're like, oh, huh. well, we'll just mark it as a sour beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, good to know. Yeah. This is a mistake. <laughs> Tasty mistake. So I am drinking a bit of French Toast Out, which is a limited series. Mm. And it's supposed to have flavors and notes of maple syrup, cinnamon, vanilla, and nutmeg. Okay. But so far, I'm just getting stout, so All we'll right. see. Well, shout out to, uh, do you say Abita? I say Abita. Uh, I've, I've heard it said both ways. Well, shout just... out to them because Fat Tuesday is on Tuesday. On oh, Tuesday yeah. So, laissez les bon temps roll on, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> let the good times roll. Yeah. Yep. very. You know, I, I love Fat Tuesday. You know? I, it's yeah. a good time. And yeah. Bourbon and Toulouse has got a whole bunch of specials. There's a ton, there's a ton yes. of people around here that have specials. Like a ton. Mm. All, all the breweries do something. Like Blue Stallion does a crawfish bowl. Oh, they yeah. do. Yeah, they Mira do. Mira Twin has a bunch of special Yeah, Mira Twin has stuff. a bunch of stuff going on. So there's a lot of places around here, you know. Saw um, the king cakes out at the Kroger when I was there yeah. this morning. Yep. Yeah. yep. Yeah, so, yeah, good good choice yeah. for today, definitely, since it's almost mm, Fat Tuesday. Bourbon and Toulouse. <laughs> Too bad they're not open on Sundays. Oh, no. they're not. I had it on Friday, though, so it's okay. Well, and I, I will say, I may start coming down here maybe on Saturdays and getting some, because somebody in Lexington finally got their head out of their ass, and we're going to, hey, I said it, because it's true, because it was up there, and they thought, <laughs> they thought, <sighs> they thought people weren't going to notice, and this is the one thing that actually banded the city together for one. Once. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Um, parking. parking is finally free again on Saturdays. Yep. Did yeah. you hear that, how they resolved it's, why they were going to do that? It's because, they, it's because they were trying to get away with something, they realized they couldn't get away with it, and then they had to backtrack. Well, now yeah. they're just going to charge their employees more to park. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I, the employees are going to charge like 10 more dollars a year. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not, I don't feel sorry for them. Do you know how much I pay to park at my place of employment? Over $600. Yeah, well, it's $504 a year All right. for well, me to pay at my and, place And one specific type of lot, right? Yes. Yeah. Not even the good law. We're not yeah. going to get too far down that road. Boots and politics, if you want to hear more about that situation, quarter till never. But the bottom line is I'm pretty happy about it. Yep. Yeah. Well, so are the, oh, sorry. So yeah. are the small businesses. Oh, yeah. Totally. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, like, God. So Kevin at the Beer Trap, when mm-hmm. I was there a couple of weeks ago, 
Man, that dude. He went on a, he's been going on a rant every <laughs> time I see him. He was high pissed. And uh, anybody that owns a small business, like, they keep talking, like, all the, we're stuck on this subject for a minute. All these officials around here are always talking about, how do we revitalize downtown? How do we get more people downtown? How about more parking that you don't have to pay $20 for? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to do not free parking anymore. On and, Saturdays, yeah. And on then the even on weekdays, right? like, it's you yeah. have to pay for parking until 9. And Lexington's not a large city, and some larger right. cities are like, pay for parking. Yeah, we always pay for parking. But it's one of those things where it just, it's, it, you feel like it's always been that way till 5 and free on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when it, it's such an abrupt change, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it really did. It banded the city together, so I was yep. surprised. Um, that was the one. That's what it took. Yes, <laughs> unity. That's exactly right. So I'm pretty excited about the Sharon beer this week because this comes to us from the uh, the only brewery in Richmond. Actually, it's Dreaming Creek, and uh, we've I think we've had their stuff on here before. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a really they have a nice little space down there in Richmond, and you can find uh, their beers in Total Wine around mm-hmm. here. Anyway, I yeah. don't know, yep. I don't know how far out into the ether they're distributing but i know you can find their stuff at total wine i've seen it before seen it before um but this one shout out to charlie down there at dream creek by the way uh for hooking me up so this is their 1874 blonde ale Mm -hmm. and it's kind of cool because uh eku sells alcohol at their sporting events yeah (laughs) you can buy beer at their football games yeah so they got together with dreaming creek because ek is in richmond dreaming creek is in richmond and uh they they kind of collaborated on on making this beer and um so this is a blonde ale it's only 4.5 percent so it's a really low abv and the can art is a picture of the ravine which i would consider to be like in winter time because it's kind of desolate the ravine, if you've never been on EKU's campus, is kind of over, uh, kind of towards the middle of campus a little bit, um, but it's a really, uh, it's a nice green space. Right. It's a, It's got an amphitheater, mm-hmm. uh, students when it's hammock season, you see all the hammocks, it's got, a, you know, trees, and there's a lot of wildflowers that are coming up, that come up in the spring that are really nice, and it's just a really nice green space, and it's kind of cool because... I can see it from my office window, which is really nice. That is nice. Mm. Um, and it's it's a place, you, there's parking at the top of the ravine for faculty and staff, so that's usually where I park, and then I have a very nice walk to my building. Uh, and it's nice for this changing of the seasons mm-hmm. and, and all that kind of stuff, but it's a, it is. It's a really nice area, and it's kind of an iconic thing on EKU's campus. Right. right. And Dreaming Creek actually gets its name from the creek that starts in the ravine. So nice. Dreaming Creek actually has its place of origin in the ravine. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. And the 1874 thing, <laughs> there's a little bit of a quibble about that mm. historically. So the college, Eastern Kentucky Teachers College, was actually founded, I think, and became a college in 1906. Mm-hmm. 1874 actually represents, I believe, the when the land was bought. Um, but it was still part of like Center College or something. Yeah. I don't know. So there's some quibbles on 
1906 versus 1874. Eh. But EKU wants to go with 1874, and who am I to argue because they pay my bills? <laughs> right? True. But, yeah, so we're, we're all sharing this. I wanted to give everybody a little taste taste of this this one. That's pretty good. Yeah, so the Stuart Rice Morrow Hound's Tooth Glass has three Floyd's Cheer Team Ale. Oh. I don't know why it's called Cheer Team Ale. Go team. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know. But it does say this monstrous and enigmatic double IPA was created with virtually every hop product known to man, including real hops. The result brings to life fruity and juicy hop characteristics that are both unreal unrelentingly delicious and as always not normal. So hmm. kind of typical three Floyds. I uh... I like Three Floyds, a lot of their products. There's one that I cannot stand. It's a gumball head. Ooh, a lot of people I'm, love that one, and I know I, like that one a lot. I, I know like that you one. do not like that. You've never liked it. Mm-mm. I've tried it a few times. See, since I'm, I had the first, I'm into that one. Yeah, the first time I had it, I hated IPAs. Like I'm, and everybody was like, "This is a great IPA." Go ahead. And you just, can you can get it more readily now. Mm-hmm. Like back in back in time, you couldn't like when it was released. Like people kind of lost their minds ever. But I do remember you've never liked that mm-hmm. one. No, and I, I I probably do to try it again because I try it every once in a while just right. to see if my taste has changed. But yeah, yeah, it's fair. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. It's the other one, Yum Yum, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I like that one a lot too from them. But there's some of their other ones that are too hoppy for me. Like it just yeah, it just yeah, depends. True, but mm. they're all pretty good. Yeah, but I like I always like the names in the can art. Three Floyds is, mm-hmm. and you can actually read this one this time. Yes. <laughs> you can't read some of their stuff. Some of the can art makes it difficult. Right. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we gotta get to talking about what happened last Sunday, right? Uh, because yeah. we recorded the show before the Superb Owl, yes. and then it happened, and things went down, and I'm watching my TV, and I'm like, <laughs> I still got to put this episode out, right? <laughs> so we're going to have to do some follow-up. Yes. yes. All right, so let's first, let's go ahead and talk about the game, first of yes, all. Yes, I was the only correct one. You, you were? Yeah. Um, I watched the whole thing. Same. I, I watched the last three quarters. I we weren't available to watch the first okay quarter, so. all right so sarah you watched the whole thing yep i was stone sober for the whole thing me too so that's Same. i want to put a caveat on that uh but you know overall i know people were disappointed with how not necessarily the outcome that the terms well some people that the chiefs won yeah. obviously eagles fans were disappointed with the outcome um i guess i'm thinking coming from a perspective of somebody who didn't care either way yeah but uh you know people were disappointed with how it went down at the end. Yeah, and I, I I watched almost the whole game. It was a great defensive game. And honestly, there were not a lot of flags and penalties. There weren't a ton. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And they were letting a lot of stuff go, go. They were just letting them play. And then the last play comes down to a holding call. And then they just waste time. Like It was a great game. And then it just comes down to, okay, how long can I run out the clock? Oh, cool. We win. Yeah. yeah I, can, I can see that. And yeah. that's, that's one of my biggest quibbles with softball or not softball uh <laughs> basketball and football softball too though you know <laughs> it's like it comes down to time management it's not even who's the better team at the end it's just like oh who can run out the clock yeah and it's just fucking it 
pisses me off. That's fair. I yeah. think if a lot of people felt that way. Yeah, but, you know, that's a good hallmark of a good coach, too, though. How do you handle time management in that situation? You're yeah. trying to win a game. Yeah. And he was holding, and the guy came out at the end and said, you know what? I was holding. And there was a, there's another angle. Somebody picked up another angle, and it mm-hmm. it, it, was. Yeah. Yeah. The, it the origi- was. The original replay angle, you look at it, like, oh, he bumped him. And then you see the other angle, like, oh, yeah, he yeah. was totally holding that now, and you can't. And he did come out, and he was like, I, I, did, I was holding. It was legitimate holding. I was hoping they would let it go because, you know, it's one of those things that they usually let go. Yeah. Because um, there's holding on every play. You know, there really legitimately yeah. is. So a lot of people hate to see the refs influence the end of a game like that. Right. right? Which, and, and, that, and yeah. that's fair. I get it. But these people who are jumping on the Twitters, which is not real life, by the way, yeah. and screaming conspiracy theory and putting their tinfoil hats on and yeah. screaming rigged. Oh, the script was right. It's rigged. They wanted the Chiefs to win for years. Right. <laughs> right. According, according to the leaked script, the Eagles were supposed to win. Yeah. So. Well, the Bills exactly. the Bills were supposed to win, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. Well, all that being said, and you know, there's a reason I waffle on time management because you shouldn't put yourself in the position where they just run out the clock and beat you. Yeah. You should be the better team, put more points on the board, and if it comes down to 60 seconds, you didn't play well enough. Yeah. So I kind of waffle that's, back and I forth. I mean, and, and that's fair too. And like I said, I overall thought it was a pretty good game. Although I turned to John at one point and did say that I missed the old the old Super Bowls back in the day where Joe Montana would hang like 56 on Denver oh, and just yeah. destroy people. Yeah. I personally loved those games. Yeah. I, I knew loved them. I knew it would come down to a field goal. Yeah. yeah, I thought the Eagles were going to win by a field goal, but I, I well, and then the Chiefs, the Chiefs field goal kicker in that first quarter, he Taco belled one, he yeah. bonged, oh, yeah. bonged, it, right bonged off it off the the upright there, yeah, mm-hmm. the loudest doink ever, yeah, yeah. bong. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's gonna that's gonna come back to haunt them. Yeah, yeah. So, over, yeah, overall. I didn't think it was a terrible game. No. Again, people, you don't you want it to play out, and you don't want the refs to, to quote unquote influence it or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But it was it was the right call. Yeah, it was the right yeah. call. <laughs> I didn't like that it was the right call. Yeah, I mean, and there still could have been that same outcome too without that call. You just never know. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. and and they had there was a, a couple of other questionable calls. Sarah, we were texting back and forth, yeah. and you were even like there were some other questionable calls. Yeah, that, that went towards the. Eagles. Yeah. So, so like they both got calls that went their ways. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it just turned Depends on who manages the time better at the end yeah. of the game. Again, play better so it doesn't come down to the last 60 exactly. seconds. There you go. Yeah, so, yeah, overall, I thought it was a, a decent game. Um, but, yeah, let's talk, let's talk about, actually, before we get to the biggest thing that we're going to have <laughs> to follow up with, right? Uh, obviously, the commercials. Nah. Some of the commercials were okay. I like the, the Doritos one was pretty good. There was a Blue Moon one. A lot of people like that one, but isn't Blue Moon owned by Molson Coors? I I think don't it know. is. Somebody tell me. It. I don't want to look it up because I really don't care that much. But I really feel like that Blue Moon is owned by Molson oh, Coors. Oh, one thing me and Lauren noticed is there were so many commercials with scan this QR code. I'm not scanning a random QR code. I did not code. notice that, but I wasn't okay. super close. Yeah. I really, really liked the Ben Affleck Dunkin' Donuts yeah. commercial yeah, made me funny. laugh. Yeah. When, she, when Jennifer Lopez rolled up and said, is this what you do when you say you're going to work all day? Yeah. Like, I was rolling. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was laughing. I, there was a bunch of reactions that said, um, I can believe Ben Affleck works at Dunkin' Donuts, but I cannot believe J-Lo pulls through right. a Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru. Well, and the dude who was like, when he was like, do you, do you know who I am? And the guy was like, like no. no. Okay, so... 
so Sarah looked it up, and Blue Moon is owned by Miller Coors, ah. so that's why that commercial was the way it was. I yeah. I knew. I, I like knew how they it. played it though. It was yeah. very nice. I even like saw. I think yesterday during the basketball game, I saw uh, another one of those uh, Dunkin' Donuts commercials with him in it, and it was just a guy trying to order, and he's like, and Ben Affleck was like, "Now nah, we're out of that." And he's like, oh yeah, well, yeah. I'll, he's like, we're out of coffee, and he's like, oh, well, I'll just take a latte. And he's like, I'll we're out of lattes. And he said, <laughs> well, what do you have? And he's like, well, we're out of this, that, this, that, this, that, and the other. Um, and he's like, what do you even have? And he goes, I don't know, water. Yeah. And the, and the guy goes, you got to be essing me, right? <laughs> and then he rolls up to the window, and he's like, oh my god, man, you had me going, man. So I I did think that was funny, and yeah. that the Doritos one was okay. I'm trying to think. Oh, Amazon can suck it. Because they totally pulled an M. Night Shyamalan with that dog. Mm. And he was just, you know, all, every, all his people, like he was with his people for a while. And then all the people went back to work and school. And he was by himself. And he was sad. And he was yeah. tearing up the house. And then you thought they were getting a crate for him. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, don't you dare treat that dog poorly. <laughs> and then they got him a friend. And it was, oh, I, I remember that. I, I, just, I remember seeing all of the uh, tears emojis over the, the dog and the dog, oh. the dog food commercial. The farmers, yeah. oh, John was like, do not even go there. <laughs> he was, oh, he yeah. was. Yeah. He was not like, uh-uh, yeah. he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, let's see, a couple more that I'm trying to think of, because they kind of all run together well, at some point. Your, your uh, Caddyshack yeah. one. I was getting yeah. to that. Yeah, I was getting to that. I was I trying was to think so a couple mad. more. Like, what? Oh, so the, the last one I'll talk, talk about real quick is the Tubi. Did that freak you out? No. It freaked it. a lot of people out because um, it was advertised in Tubi, which is obviously an app that you mm. can get on your TV to yeah. watch television. Which I and all of a awesome. sudden, all of a sudden, the TV just kind of went on the screen and started clicking and clicked down to Tubi. Yeah. So, like, if you had, if you if you stream, yeah. you're like, I was, it took me a Did minute. I was like, on the remote? What's going on with the TV? <laughs> I don't even remember that commercial. Okay, so <laughs> yes, let me get let me get to the Mick Ultra commercial. Uh, man, that commercial could have been so much more. And you know what? All it needed. This is all it needed at the end, and it would have been the perfect commercial. And I can't believe somebody didn't do this. Okay, so fine. You had Serena. You had Brian Cox. Um, who else was in it? Uh, Tony Romo was in it. Golf people. All you had to do at the end of the commercial was have the gopher pop up and mm. start dancing. You could have even had him holding a little Mick Ultra bottle. Yeah. Right. It would have been awesome, but other, otherwise, I was like, this commercial had so much potential, and you wasted it. There are marketing people that need to listen to this podcast just to see what they're doing wrong. <laughs> the, go, yeah. the gopher would have made it. Oh, yeah. And yeah, for totally. like someone like me, who I know is in the minority of people who have not seen that movie, like I didn't get any of the references. I, it was just a very confusing commercial to me. Like, yep. why are all these things happening on this uh, golf okay, course? Okay, like, yeah. I, I, there's no allure for me. That's fair. This is not a commercial for me, so yeah. it was just miss all over. So oh, the one commercial that confused the heck out of me was the Amazon rival, the the cheaper Amazon website. Uh, I can't remember what it's I called. I don't remember that one. The one that confused me was the Serena any given Sunday that speech and it was uh, it was Remy Martin, Remy Martin. <laughs> yeah I was like what <laughs> I was sitting there listening to that that speech and I was like this is from any given Sunday what is going yeah, on yeah it was weird and then it was like Remy Martin and yeah. I, was like, I was like okay <laughs> I haven't thought about Remy Martin ever alright so part of the game that a lot of people complained about obviously yes. uh, and was funny because hindsight right ha 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 was the field mm-hmm. players slip sliding was all over the place 
the Eagles had to change cleats yep. uh, like after the first quarter. Sarah kind of called it in the fact that it was very <laughs> reminiscent of the King of the Hill episode you talked about. Yes. yes. Yeah, where the um, groundskeeper is yes, old. and with the old senior you know, groundskeeper. And, and we had just sung the praises of the Sod Father right yep. on this podcast, and then, then the grass is just like garbage. Right? Oh, yeah. But he, the sod, the poor sod father took a lot of grief online. People tweeting at him. I don't even know if the guy's on Twitter, but anyway, sure people, people were tweeting about him. Yeah, it wasn't his fault, y'all. Okay, mm-hmm. leave the sod father alone. Leave <laughs> <laughs> pretty alone. It wasn't no. the grass. <laughs> well, it, it it wasn't. It wasn't. So this this article is from, and, and obviously the grass was written a lot about after mm-hmm. the game was mm-hmm. over, right? So this is from Outkick. Uh, the website outkick okay if you're not familiar and uh super bowl's terrible terrible grass situation blamed on everything from paint to rihanna so people <laughs> blamed the halftime show which was i'm not a i'm not a huge rihanna fan i know Ooh, i guess I, so, I know you are so you really dug it yeah right Loved it. it was fine visually it was cool and then i got bored in about three minutes i thought it was okay it was better than some not as good as others yeah it was in the middle even as not a Rihanna fan, I mean, I don't like change the track or anything when she comes on. But I right. just, eh. So initial reports came out that the slippery conditions were due to a variety of factors, including paint from the on-field logos. Because those on-field logos were huge. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were gigantic. And once you kind of step on them... You know, you, yeah. you get the paint and, and all that kind of stuff. People, again, blamed the halftime show... Which um, I don't understand what the halftime show would have to do with... Because the, they were slipping and sliding in the first quarter. I know, yeah. right? So uh, maybe they thought it made it worse in the third quarter. Well, that kicker almost broke his ankle on that one kick. Yeah, so the NFL used a version of grass they had never done before called Tahoma 31. It's a sod that is a combination of two different types of Bermuda grass and rye grass and had been researched and funded in part by the U.S. Golf Association. So it's a type of grass they'd never used before. Yeah, I, I probably didn't help. I did hear a conspiracy theory about this after done reading. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. Yeah, so the the field cost eight hundred thousand dollars and was grown at a local sod farm in Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. It was installed two weeks before the the Super Bowl happened, mm-hmm. and had been rolled out each morning for daily sunshine. Okay. And like I said, the paint on the logos was was huge. I had heard tell from other sources that that type of grass that they were using is kind of brownish, Mm -hmm. so not super aesthetically pleasing for television. Right. So they may have doctored up the grass a little bit to make it look, you know, greener Mm -hmm. than it was, which probably didn't help. There is Um, a coating you can put on grass to make it pop or whatever. And that may have been what they did. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, the conspiracy theory that I read, which put on your tinfoil hat, is that the uh, NFL did it on purpose so that they can start doing a big push for turf over Uh, natural grass. Yeah. Because turf is cheaper over the long haul to maintain and keep. Yeah. So, eh. And all the players like no, like natural grass, like we get less injuries. And the NFL is like, we don't care. We'll just put another player in your place. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Uh, this says in recent years, the NFL and the NFL Players Association have been battling over some players and teams wanting to use grass fields rather than the NFL's prioritized slit film turf, oh, okay. which is the field turf. Yep. They argue that the turf has led to an increase in leg injuries. So, I so, mean, I don't know, Kyle. Maybe, maybe there might be something onto that. I don't know. Yeah, so, maybe yeah. that conspiracy theories, you know, some, you, gotta hit, you gotta hit the nail on the head sometimes. I think there were a lot of mitigating factors. <laughs> I think there were a lot. Yeah. Uh, so, don't blame the sod father. No. It's not totally his fault. No. Did he pick the grass? No. He just no, that dude it. just probably just went out and cut it. Yeah. <laughs> I just uh, enjoyed sending still shots of that episode of King of the Hill to <laughs> Harry and Lauren, <laughs> including one of like Hank in the air slipping when he was right. playing. Yep. Yeah. So yes, the field sucked, but again, there were a variety of reasons. And yeah, I don't understand. Bl- and most of the time they do, the the it, the halftime show does tear up the field, but the field was already torn up mm-hmm. at yeah. that point. Right? Yeah. I mean, I've seen ruts from where they roll out stage and stuff but like, yeah it doesn't make it more slippery yeah i don't i, I don't think so either but yeah. you know and if you're if you're blaming your equipment right controller's broken mom <laughs> <laughs> you're blaming your equipment yeah and do not blame the sod father mm-hmm. so i'll tell you what else uh in terms of commercials that happened um I was gonna, I was gonna go somewhere else, and now I've totally lost my train of thought. So we're just gonna go here, okay? And then I'm gonna go to the next thing, which the USFL trolled the XFL so hard. How so? Commercials. Oh, really? Basically talking about how they were real football, oh, and yeah, don't worry, like, like real football's coming back in oh, April, yeah. and. Like, trolled hard. Oh, that's where I was going. Sorry. (laughs) Did you remember the thing? It clicked. (laughs) Yeah, it did click. Lauren was also a prognosticator of why she didn't want to go to the Super Bowl in terms of the long lines and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I sent you all both that tweet. Somebody had taken a picture um, before the game that said that the concourses were jam-packed. No one was moving. Mm -hmm. You couldn't get anywhere. You couldn't go to the bathroom. You couldn't get anything. And Mm. Lauren called it and said that that was one of the reasons she wouldn't ever want to go to the Super Bowl. I never want to go. Unless... unless my room and board and ticket are free. I'm not going. Yeah. I was gonna say you better take back those tickets you bought. For <laughs> yeah, she did, ain't going. Didn't you buy? Didn't you get her some for Valentine's Day? <laughs> totally. I spent what? What are the tickets now? Five thousand dollars. Something minimum? like that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. that. Uh, okay, so back to the USFL trolling the XFL. Yeah, they trolled them hardcore on a couple mm. of commercials because the XFL started yesterday right? Yeah. On, on February 18th. And I watched the whole first game. I watched the inaugural game. Mm-hmm. And then I watched parts of the second game. Um, it's fine for what it is. Are they So do they have any weird gimmicks? Okay, so here's the deal. You remember the second iteration of the XFL, yes. so I'll say XFL 2.0, that started in 2020, and yes. March 2020 killed it dead. Yeah. So they had introduced some tweaks that it was still football that you knew, but there were some tweaks, like in the kick kickoff, both teams line up five yards apart, and you're not allowed to move until the player catches the ball. So that's kind of like a safety issue type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then you can go for one, two, or three points after you score a touchdown. Gotcha. Uh, dealer's choice. And I think there's some other clock rules. And, you know, you, there's all kinds of cu- communications that you're hearing on the field from the players and the coaches and up in the replay booth and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So that kind of stuff for this 3.0 league stayed the same. Okay. They didn't do anything else. It's pretty clear to me 
that they want to partner because Sarah and I both watched the interview with The Rock and the two other owners yeah. mm-hmm. of the league, and they basically said they want to be like a G League or some type of feeder you know, like system for the league. developmental yeah. league for the NFL. Okay. Now, if the NFL wants to try out new rules with them, I'm sure that they'll be happy to do it. Yeah. But overall, it's if you like football and you miss football, watch it. Yeah. But I'm not sure there's enough innovation and i'm not saying they need to go crazy like they did in the first league where you got people like scrumming for the ball and right. yeah. really super weird rules. Rugby rules in this. Yeah, yeah that don't that make the game look like it you know Goofy. yeah yeah um but overall it was just it was fine it was I what was, was it was okay football it was yeah. boring to me honestly which i didn't i'm just now thinking about this part it almost was like watching college football a little bit See a little bit, just in like uh, the form of like the excitement factor. Because when you think of the XFL, you think like, "Ooh, innovating, exciting!" That's like fair. Yeah. this is some wild stuff that we're about to see. And it was just like a lot of uh, long passes to Jeff Bennett, right? Which I mean, I'm happy for him. He used to play at Kentucky, yeah. but um, it was just like, "Oh, and there's Jeff Bennett scoring another touchdown!" And then he runs up to the uh, on-field interviewer, and he's just like, "How'd you feel scoring that touchdown?" Yeah, he's great, ma'am. That's really good job yeah i'm so proud ma'am i can totally see it being like a feeder league or oh, like that's a, what they want rules, it's clear it's clear yeah league. it's clear that's what they want because that's how major league baseball uses their minor leagues right and people they, hate it uh yeah <laughs> and like, they're trying like new rules in the minor leagues right. before they try them in the majors but it doesn't the cfl feed into the nfl not really. No. Or do you just no. go to the CFL to die? No, you don't go to the CFL to die. I think they're two completely different entities. They are. Entities. It's two co- yeah. Yes, okay. the CFL has its, I mean, it has its own rules, and obviously it's fields wider. There's a lot of other different things going on there, but people who like CFL like CFL. And I've never really, like, I'm sure there are players that have, like, gone between the two leagues, but I don't know of any of them. So I will. I did notice but. in terms of going between the two leagues that there was players playing for these XFL teams that played for the USFL last year. Oh, yeah. So actually, the starting quarterback for Vegas, we talked about this guy in the USFL last season. Um, I can't remember what team he was on, but he's the dude. His name is Perez, I think is his last name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he came from some nobody school where he was a four-string quarterback, and he actually taught himself how to play football by watching YouTube uh, gotcha. and, and practicing in a mirror and stuff like that. And now he's a starting quarterback for the Las Vegas XFL team. And there's a couple other guys that had mentioned something about being in the USFL last season. Yeah. So I don't know if they're getting paid more for the XFL because, you know, The Rock owns it or whatever. Oh, yeah. That, that reminds me. Um, there was a commercial I saw during the Super Bowl. It kind of caught me off guard. It was for the National Football Flag League. Hmm. National, National Flag, Flag Football. football I must have missed that one. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and they were like, it was like an awesome commercial. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, um, was that, that the girl? The, the girl? Yeah. That the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The woman who was, who was running around or whatever. Yeah, she trying, was like representing yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. And I did see a lot of reactions to it. They were like, oh, I would love to see like the NFL players like, Play in the flag football league in the uh, off season, but people hate. But people, <laughs> yeah, people. But went, that was the Pro Bowl right? this yeah. year, and like, did anyone watch that? Like everybody <laughs> I've know? talked to, like liked watching the Pro Bowl. See, people I heard hated mm. it. They thought yeah, it looked. They they did like the Pro skills Bowl. competitions more than the actual game, but they they thought it was actually a good watch, like a fun watch because there was nothing really on the line. Yeah, so mm. I don't know. I may tune into the XFL here and there um, just because it's on and I'll flip it on. But in terms of like being invested, and that's the other thing. 
I find it hard pressed to watch things that I don't have a vested interest in either rooting for or totally rooting against a team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like if we had like a local, like even a state XFL team, I'd probably watch them play. But oh that, yeah. That'd be totally. Like, yeah. It's all based out of Vegas. Like, eh, well, whatever. And maybe I'm just realizing personally about myself. I love football, but maybe I love the fact that you don't get it all the time and that's what makes it special. And that's what a lot of people have said. Yeah. Um, like I don't know that I need football every single day of the year personally just mm. for me because it's going to get old and then I won't care about and it. And that's fair. And like once this league's over, the USFL starts in April, right? Yeah. And then that kind of leads you up to like training camps and stuff like that for the NFL and then, you know, college obviously yeah. to kind of the end of August. Um, yeah, I mean, I see that point too. It's just, I was just like, you know, show me something different. Yeah. I guess that's what I, I'm, I'm yeah. interested in and there wasn't really anything a whole lot different. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of boring. I didn't. Yeah. I turned it off and started playing video games. And yeah, yeah. Change, change the things that people are complaining about with the NFL. Right. Don't change. Don't don't make the game like. I when I turn it on, I'm like, is this football? What is this? Yeah. But make it innovative enough so I'm like, oh, okay. This is. I like this. Yeah. You know. I know they had toyed with the idea of like having like uh, viewers call plays. Well, they do have the fan controlled football league, which uh, that's okay. Johnny Manziel played in that for a while. Oh, I don't know yeah. if he's still playing in it, but that still exists. Okay. Fan, the fan controlled football league. Uh huh. I, yeah. I didn't know it did. I've not heard a single thing about it. Yeah, what well, it still does. Okay. I needed content in 2020, so we talked about it. But uh, <laughs> I, <don't remember> <laughs> I was desperate yeah. for content in 2020, so we talked about it. But uh, yeah, it still it still exists to my knowledge. Okay. Um, but yeah, just overall little tweaks I think would go a long way with XFL. But I mm-hmm. think I do. I think that they're and they even said I think they used the word partnering with the NFL several or yeah. the phrase partnering with the NFL several times in that interview. Yeah. So it's clear that that's what they want to do. Yeah, and inclusivity and partnering with the NFL were the big themes, which are good themes. It should be inclusive for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and the fact that the like chairperson of the board is a woman, like Uh, yeah, that's that's yeah, it is pretty pretty cool. But the bottom line is, I think that they need to partner with the NFL. To keep the league going because the league's the league's not going to sustain itself. No, no it's going to no. hemorrhage money. It and, probably already is. In fact, I mean, based on the attendance that I saw at both of the the opening games or whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah. Although I will say I'll be I'll be interested to see what the viewership's going to be because there weren't a lot of people that actually went to the USFL games last season, mm-hmm. but the viewership was really high. Well, that's good. Hmm. So that's what that's what I guess that. Uh, uh, like ESPN and the, that yeah. once is the, the eyeballs on the TV because yeah. that sells ads and gets you money. I did see a thing where they were thinking about doing um, guest players, like players who had like you know had like lo- like lost a contract or yeah. maybe even like retired players who wanted uh-huh. to like play like one last game, like doing like guest spots of players. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, which I was kind of like, eh, like if Pat McAfee wanted to come come out. Well, honestly, <laughs> this is that's where Aaron Rodgers might end up. I don't know oh, after God. he comes out of his dark room after four days. Oh yeah, well he should be out of it by now. Right? Oh, is he? I don't know. No, I think yeah. he went in on Monday. It's oh, now okay. But what, I haven't heard. Don't care that much. What a weird yeah, thing. Don't care. Yeah, yeah. he's go, a strange dude. Let's go sit in yeah. a dark room for for four days and get your food through a hole. <laughs> I don't even want to know what the bathroom situation is, and uh, 
not. Zero. A bucket in a no. corner that you had to feel around for. It's like, uh, oh, his his bucket needs emptying. <laughs> so the, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, and we got yeah. Guillermo in the cage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I have a feeling that he's gonna cut. He come if he's come out of it or when he comes out of it or whatever. Nobody's gonna want him. <laughs> like, no. I don't even think the Packers want him anymore. No. Yeah. I they might say they do out loud, but so, behind closed doors. That's, that's just fan service. Hello, XFL. Yeah. I think the only people that support Rodgers are just diehard Packers fans. Because even though that dude uh, is super weird. I think he's even made them mad at this yeah. point. He still yeah. plays well, even though he's a super weird yeah. dude. This past season, he's the same. Yeah, he didn't do well this past season. <laughs> nah, he and uh, Brady were both uh, not great. Yeah. I, st- I still think he should have already retired, but... I don't know. You're going to pay me that much money to keep playing. I'm going to hey, keep playing. Hey, if I stay, I get it all. Yeah. <laughs> which actually is that Seinfeld reference kind of leads us into our RIP this week, which is very late, but we're still going to get it in yep. uh, before the news of the weird. So RIP to Raquel Welch. Mm, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, she was 83. 82, I think. 82, 82, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, she, wow, you talk about a career. Like, Mm -hmm. she was posing in bikinis and stuff when that just wasn't done. And she didn't care. No. Right? She was like, I got it. I'm going to flaunt it. Yeah. Y'all can suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, yeah. Her give up was broken. Yeah, she. Oh yeah. Did not. She. Care. She. You know. She was in Fantastic Voyage and some other movies. But you know, I think she will always be remembered for her appearance in Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> the episode where Kramer gets the Tony. You know, mm-hmm. he wasn't supposed to get it, but he gets ushered on stage. Yeah. And she's in the the Scarsdale Diet Doctor Murders. Oh. <laughs> and she doesn't move her arms when she tap dances. <laughs> like, and it's the whole cat fight thing. And then Elaine sees her on the street and ends long story short ends up getting in a cat fight with Raquel Welch nice. and it's like that woman's a menace because <laughs> the producers of the Scarsdale murders want Kramer to fire her and everybody's scared of her mm-hmm. so that's a good episode a lot going on that, that episode I need, to, I need to revisit Seinfeld you really do yeah, you really should yeah, so. but yeah R.I.P. To, to Raquel Welch she's obviously a sex symbol for her time for oh, okay. sure yeah, people had like posters Dude, oh yeah the, the I don't know if it'd be the generation or the generation before my before generation, but I, my uncle had a poster of her up for like right. twenty years. Oh yeah, in the she was like the thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. So good for her, is yeah. what I yeah. say. But yeah, so R.I.P. to Raquel Welch. Thank you for your contribution to Seinfeld and society. <laughs> Salute. All right. For some reason, that's going to take us into the GBS news. It's weird because I have no good transition. This is. This is not. This is a repeat story, but it's not a repeat story. But it, did someone marry a ghost again? No, okay. that's that's we've kind of done that one before. It, I do have a couple of those in my back pocket, but <laughs> no, this is this is one that we've done, but it's flipped in terms of male to female, okay, or female to male. I guess You'll, we'll get there. It is now time for the GBS news oh of the weird. Dateline, Columbia. (laughs) 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 Colombian man who is engaged to a rag doll. Oh, God. Not again. No, stop it. (laughs) Announces his fiance is pregnant with their third child. No. I was hard pressed for stories this week, y'all. Not a lot of good ones out there. Couldn't have just used a sock. The best I could do. Oh. (laughs) Oh. 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 (laughs) 
the TikToker, the, the TikToker from Colombia who documents their controversial relationship under social social media handle at M O N T B K nine five nine met the love of his life after being single for a number of years. He previously made headlines after revealing his plans for a dream wedding with Natalia, and the pair already share a son and daughter. Now the couple are expecting their third their third child, who will be called Sammy. In a recent video, which has racked up hundred and twenty thousand views and two thousand one hundred ninety four likes, the man filmed Natalia. It's not and- even that. Right. The man filmed Natalia and himself wearing matching t-shirts with Papa de Sammy and Mama de Sammy written across them. In another video shared to his 70,000 followers, the happy couple threw a baby shower. He told followers, if it weren't for the dolls, I would be more alone than anyone. At least I have something. With my Natalia, we watch TV and talk about everything. They don't know how much I love her. I've lasted all this year with her. He takes her to local shop with him to buy groceries and they also travel together so i have have a theory about this too (laughs) if it's not just for views and a publicity stunt and a way to get people to come to his tiktok and try to make a little bit of money which tiktok does not pay at all really um this man needs some serious therapy and some help good lord so if they get divorced you just like throw in a trash can yeah i don't know i don't know how that works I don't, I don't get it. Whatever. Uh, we've already we've already heard this story. <laughs> Why is he feeding off of another story? Like, yeah, haha, it's all fun and interesting and games when it's that that girl uh, who's married to a rag doll and we're having she his is. kids. Yeah, or whatever, and, and yeah, like staging that. Mm. She's going to go in a hospital, Brazil or something. Yeah, yeah. and where'd you say it's, where'd Argentina you or something? He's in Colombia. Mm-hmm. Uh. Still, he's. I don't know what's going on in South America, but <laughs> yeah. lots of ragdoll action. Central and South America. That's, yeah. Yeah. All I know is yeah. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like this is, we've already heard this story. Yeah. Like, bring me a weirder story. Like, I rolled my eyes and scoffed when you said it because we've talked about this one so much. I know. And I, like I said, there was not a lot of, I was, there was not a lot of choices out there this it's week. It's not your fault. It's his no. fault. Well, and here's the thing. <laughs> Obviously, if you see her, the woman or whatever her name was, I don't remember what her name was. Um, so we'll just call her Fred. Uh, she, you know, obviously she's getting a ton of likes right. and all this attention. And so why not? You know, yeah. why not make this some... I'm also married to right? a ragdoll. So we I, also have kids. I think that... No, you don't. I think that Natalia was cheating with Marcella. Oh. That's what oh. I think. Uh-huh. See? Yeah. Oh, well, an international... Uh, yes. Ragdoll affair. cheating affair. Yeah. <laughs> ragdoll affair. Uh, so, yeah, that's where I think this was going. Yeah. Like Marcella was cheating with Natalia. The network. The right. Ragdoll affair. <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, you know Title. what? It's already in the works. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, I just thought it was interesting because it's a guy... You know, yeah. I don't know if it makes a difference, but I, I, don't know. I, I mean, maybe I guess he couldn't afford like, you know, they make them pretty realistic nowadays. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ugh. They're kind of expensive. And in fact, they've they've actually been mistaken for, and I'm talking about dolls that you use for nefarious purposes, uh, but they've actually been mistaken for real life bodies, like dead oh, people yeah, yeah. floating in a river and stuff. Yeah, the, like there's been stories of cops like doing, you know, they'll come in for warrants and stuff and like check out a house and there's just like one of them in the corner like, oh my God, oh wait, that's a doll. Yeah. So I guess he couldn't afford them. 
I mean, it's this guy's life. He can do what he wants. And if this makes him happy, hey, man, it, no. good, good for you, right? My, my my gut feeling is it's just for the likes and views. But yes, the, da- the Daily Mail needs to quit covering this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Then people will quit doing it. Yeah. Right? Like, and or at least find a different inanimate object to be having children with. Oh, like, the, like the, the rag Eiffel doll t- is played out. Yeah. Eiffel Tower, you know, this, you know roller coaster, did, maybe a carousel. Uh, I, did, I did see a story about a guy who's in love with a balloon maybe i don't remember what it was but it wasn't an animate object and we've had those on the news we before planes mm-hmm. if it's a balloon i wonder if he's gotta get it like refilled <laughs> oh. i gotta take my wife in for maintenance hang on <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i just i thought man this has obviously become a phenomenon now and that's kind of why i brought it up just because wow how many more of these are going to come down the pike with people looking for yeah. for, for likes and clicks and dopa- yeah. dopamine hits to the brain they're looking uh, for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> no. That's a good. That's actually that's a good Saturday Night Live segment. We're not going to get into on here, but uh, yeah. So I don't know. And again, who knows? This it wouldn't surprise me if this guy actually has a real wife and real kids, mm-hmm. and he's doing this for the clicks and the likes. Yeah, and the, yeah. Trying to make money. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm not into it. Don't like it. No, sir. I don't like it. No, nope. sir. I don't like it. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so sorry it wasn't it wasn't the best news of the weird I've ever brought That's to okay. the table, yeah. but it needed know. to be out there so we can expose this fraud for yes. what he is. There you go, Expro- expose expose the ragdoll fraud. That's right. Again, he could have just gone and bought bought a sock or something. Come on, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, the whole sock puppet thing. Oh, that's disturbing. <laughs> We're not going to go down that road. I don't want to know what you do in your personal time. I don't know. You may have to go on the mid-level acquaintance list oh, now. God. Uh, uh, you're, you, you you may have just dropped tier, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just kept talking about socks. Yeah, I'll just leave. Wait, this is my house. <laughs> <laughs> see yourself out of your own house. Yeah, see, you can see yourself out. You we're, go. we're gonna see ourselves out of this GBS news of the weird. <laughs> All right, not a whole lot on take it or leave it, but you know, yeah, here we are. Quality over quantity. Sometimes that happens. Uh, Chick Fil A. I mm-hmm. like Chick Fil A. I like me some Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. Although late, although anymore it's gotten so expensive, and for what. What I usually order at Chick-fil-A, I'll just go buy a bag of the salad, you know, that has mm-hmm. all the fixings in it. Yeah. And a and a, a giant bag of nugs from Walmart and save me some money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can see that. I have the Chick-fil-A sauce at home, so I can, it's like Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Fa- fast food for us anymore has become like a treat. Yeah. Because yeah. everything's just too expensive. It's so expensive. Like, you know, I would roll up Chick-fil-A and what I would order would cost like $21. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. What the yeah. hell are you Chicken. ordering? Well, I mean, <laughs> that's what I was wondering. It's not that expensive. No, but we're looking at like a, a, a one of the full size salads, uh-huh. and then I I get a combo with a side oh, you're salad about with John, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, oh, okay. I thought you meant just for you. I was yeah, like, I was like, God, Carrie, what are <laughs> you <good> eating? <laughs> no, 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 no. And then you My know, Chick-fil-A our seven dollars. <laughs> our uh, our ritual for UK home games is we order Chick Fil A. And then roll out to the tailgate, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, anyway, bottom line is Chick Fil A has finally got on the wagon, I guess, with offering a non-meat product. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they have come out with their cauliflower sandwich, which is a breaded, fried, I guess, cauliflower steak is yeah. what what mm-hmm. you call it. Uh, but 
here here's the thing. They have said it's not vegetarian because they can't guarantee that it wasn't made with something that that touched meat. Oh, probably and, the same. Yeah, right. It's also not vegan because the batter is the same Chick-fil-A batter they put on the chicken that's made with eggs. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) with all that in mind and the price, and this thing is, uh, I've heard is expensive. Mm. Are you taking or leaving the Chick-fil-A cauliflower sandwich? I'm taking the option to have a cauliflower steak sandwich. I'm leaving that it's more expensive because... There's a lot of vegans and vegetarians who, you know, they're with friends. They're going to the fast food place. And they're like, All right, I, got nothing. I guess I'm eating fries. You know, so I'm taking the option. I'm going to leave the rest. Yeah, because they couldn't even eat it anyways. Because yeah, Chick-fil-A's come out and said it's not vegan and it's technically not vegetarian either. Yeah. So. Yeah. I just don't understand why you do it if you don't have dedicated fryers to that or prep sections. Like for anybody that's like especially gluten-free people who need to have that yeah um that wouldn't be somewhere they would go although they do have gluten-free options i've tried them before but i would try it like no i'm not i'm not above trying like it. i love buffalo cauliflower bites those are pretty good they are yeah. delicious but it's probably not something i would go to i mean cauliflower is fine but a cauliflower in my tummy didn't exactly get along so there's also that. Like, I'm probably just going to keep getting my spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, I usually get a spicy chicken sandwich and I'm fine. And a drink. Yeah. Or yeah. A, maybe a little cup of the mac and cheese. Maybe. Their maybe. mac and cheese is pretty good. On occasion. I've gotten the spicy chicken sandwich and a milkshake before. It's yes, good. that's, that's a, good, a good call. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaving this for the expense and the fact that they couldn't. What's the point unless you're going to make it vegetarian or vegan? Yeah. I'm not going to Chick-fil-A to get cauliflower i'm going no. to chick-fil-a to get chicken yeah, yeah. you know I, I just i don't i mean i guess i get the point of this because you got to eventually jump on the the meatless bandwagon right yeah, but, but if you could do it better but if yeah, you're, you could do it better. if you're jumping on the meatless bandwagon you have to appeal to the people who don't want to eat meat yeah <laughs> yeah i think this is just them dipping their toe in the water and is this any healthier than their regular chicken sandwich because it's still battered and yeah. fried honestly i feel like if you're gonna do that you gotta do like what some of these other places have done and have like plant-based nuggets or yeah. something like that because i like a good plant-based nugget i've tried them at a couple they're of places okay. and they're good yeah they're they're and i actually like a black bean burger now i'm yeah. not i'm not for this impossible stuff for various reasons because to, to be honest with you it's created in the lab and it's yeah. It's not it, it it that's a whole thing again boots and politics cordial never. If you want to hear my discussion on that. But yeah, I am leaving this. Yeah. Chick-fil-A, if you're going to get into this game, man, you got to you got to do better, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, Arby's has started selling a hamburger, so I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> oh, weird. They got that mac and cheese. Have you seen that commercial for their mac and cheese? Mm-hmm. It's like a loaded mac and cheese and it's Arby's and it makes John sick every time it comes on because he <laughs> thinks it he thinks it looks absolutely disgusting. He's oh. like this is so gross. <laughs> I'm like, nice. I would try it, but I wouldn't eat a whole bowl of yeah. it. Yeah, the fries. Like, you go there for the fries. Right? Oh, for oh, sure. Fries yeah, yeah. Fries. Except Arby's is expensive. Like, yeah. Holy crap. That place is expensive. Yeah, everywhere's expensive. Okay, so um, dating apps. I'm obviously not on them. Kyle's not on I'm them. Not Sarah, on. you're not on them. Yeah. Eh, you know, whatever. Uh, some people like them. Some people don't. Yeah. You know, but they're 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 here and they are what they, they are, option. right? Yeah. Uh, so now Steel Panther. We talked about mm-hmm. Steel Panther on here. <laughs> Go check out at 1987. Yeah, don't check out anything else that they've done. Not safe for work, <laughs> 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 to say the least. Anyway, they've decided on the on the the. Um, 
before their new album comes out, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they actually just put out this song called Friends with Benefits. Not safe for work. Listen at your own risk. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. The video was like, whoa. Yeah. Um, but anyway, parody band, hair metal. I think they're fun. Whatever. Anyway, they've come out with this rock and talk app. So you can go, you can download this app or whatever. And you can chat with people. Uh, let's see. Find new friends and more based on your musical interests. Follow bands and swipe to match with other fans of those bands. Chat with them and see where it goes. Maybe even to a concert for that very same band. Rock and Talk Steel Panther dating app is available to download as of today, whenever this article was written, and can be found on both the iTunes Store and the Google Play Store. So basically, it's a way to connect with people who have similar musical interests. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I guess I'll fence it. Like, I, it wouldn't be an app that I would use because I'm not sure. I'm sure there are. There, I know there are there people are. around here yeah. that listen to the music I listen there to. There totally are. I've been to like shows at, like the Green Lantern or the Burl or somewhere like that, and there's been a lot of people. Right. So I know they're out there. Do I, do I want to meet them on an app? Not necessarily. Yeah. So it's just fun to meet them at all the different shows you go to because everyone goes to the same sure. shows. So. Yeah. I could see the basis behind it because you're typically your taste in music is indicative of your personality type. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of see it uh, i don't know i listen to a wide variety of music so i don't no. know if you could like really well the person that only me, listens you know? to country music and another person that only listens to country true, music true. is going to have a lot in common right yeah so that is true i don't know i kind of like the angle because it's a different angle again not that i'm on dating apps or whatever but i will say that i actually met my friend ryan who's been and he is a friend he counts in that friend group yeah. not not a high level acquaintance but an actual friend <laughs> I met my friend Ryan in 1993 at UK because UK had this intranet thing, yeah. right? That was it was called Bone, and I'm not making that up. It was called Bone. That's what it was called. But they had these, these old, awful do, DOS DOS computers, right? Mm-hmm. And you could chat with people on campus. And my uh, my pseudonym was Axel. Yeah, and so Ryan was on there, and he's like, "Hey, man, do you like GNR?" And I was like, "Yeah." And so then we became really good friends, and you know, yeah. went and so, I mean, him and I went and saw tons of concerts together, and so mm-hmm. and I'm still to this day I'm friends with him, right? Yeah. So I think it's kind of cool to to be able to connect with somebody that you know you like the same music with, sure. right? You know, especially in this because with a lot of those dating apps, I guess again have a basic understanding of how they work yeah um you know you connect with somebody but then you really kind of got to talk to them but if you can connect with somebody on like oh man you really like metallica or you like gnr or you like you know whoever mm-hmm. i think that kind of goes a long way then you know you can really have a conversation about music and then get into other stuff right because people love talking about their favorite bands right yeah yeah totally and like Tinder is just all about okay looks right, okay, and when you play. find somebody who likes the same thing that you do, yeah, like you get super excited about it, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 taking this. I'm kind of for it, and it's it's obvious. Yes, it's Steel Panther, but I don't think it's like yeah, it's gross not, or weird or anything. Is it, and it's not exclusive to like Steel Panther no. that kind of music. Right? No, it's 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 based on people who just want to talk about bands and stuff. Okay. So, yeah, I I kind of dig I'll, it. I'll I'm it. taking yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Normally on Take It or Leave It, I do not do repeat topics, right? Okay. Uh, the whole point of this is to bring new pop culture, food, and whatever else topics to the table each episode. I hate repeat topics. I think I've only done a repeat topic maybe twice since I ever started this segment. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but I, I got to do this one, I guess. There's several people alerted me to this mm-hmm. uh, last week, and I thought, well, you obviously haven't been paying attention because we already did this topic. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm bringing it back out because when we did the topic, uh, it was a it was a contest. It was a win only prize thing. Mm-hmm. Now you can buy it in stores. Okay. Pepsi Peeps, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or Pepsi. It's the drink, but Pepsi. It's Pepsi and Peeps combined in a Pepsi type drink. But it was, I think, it was last year. Because Sarah, you were on the show, and I'm pretty sure Lauren was too. Because Lauren and I left it because it was going to be too sweet. We deemed mm-hmm. it too sweet, and I think you said you would try it. Yeah. And I'm not a Pepsi fan anyway, but I thought we'd bring it back out because now you can get it in regular stores. Oh. So, and a bunch of people told me about it. But again, we already had the topic on the show. I mean, I was just at the store not mere four hours ago and did not see it. So, it's not in these stores. I think it's... can't try it. I think it's in Walmart because John actually sent me a picture of a pallet of them, I think, Um, in Frankfurt. uh, Yeah, it was not Um, at the Walmart. But yeah, it's Peeps Pepsi is what it is. So, now in stores. I mean, I guess I'll try it still. Still on the fence in it thing. Something to try. Yeah, I'll take it to try it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still leaving it. I don't like Pepsi. I'm not a Pepsi products person. Yeah, Pepsi's like too sweet. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Coke over Pepsi, Diet Pepsi over Diet Coke. Oh, God, How dare you. Oh, how dare you. Get (laughs) Get out of your own house. That's a blasphemy. Get out of your own house. Diet Pepsi's the grossest thing I've ever had. Diet Mm. Pepsi is... I've eaten and drank a lot of Oh, yeah, what about Diet Right? Ooh. Ooh. Tab. Ooh. Give me a tab. How can I give you a tab? You haven't ordered anything yet. But Back to the future. Back nice. to the future. No, yeah. Yeah. I mean I've yeah. seen it, but I don't have it memorized. Oh, all right. Uh, Sorry, it's, a, it's fine. It's okay. But I have seen all three of them. But so I'm leaving this, and just for the record, I don't do repeat topics <laughs> so unless I, it's about ragdolls. So I guess. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's news of the weird. I don't do repeat, take it or leave it. So that's a whole different segment, sir. So I guess we're not trying it on Hungry in Kentucky. No, we can try it. I don't care. That's a different show. <laughs> oh well, okay. That's a whole different. show show yep. all right finally uh university of kentucky and we, we did we failed to talk about this at, at, at the beginning of the show and i had it in my head and i actually had it written down and we just went off on other things but uh uk sweeps tennessee yesterday yes. yeah get the brooms out very exciting sweep that trash up. when are people gonna wake up and realize rick barnes can't Sucks. coach uh, yeah, so really exciting. Basically, beginning to end, good, oh. like solid yeah. game, solid yeah. performance. Never trailed all the way around. Yeah. yeah, we're up by twenty at the half. And as yeah. of the recording of this podcast, I would say that they are in the NCAA tournament. Unless they lose out the rest. Uh, of the year. they still need to keep winning. And if we end up winning out the rest of the year, we'll get that double buy in the SEC tournament. Mm. Which who would have thought that two right. weeks yeah. ago? We're like third in the tied for third with Tennessee right? in, in the, the conference, conference, which yeah. is again. Wow. Yeah. So basketball team, I don't know. They're 
They've been Jack- so back and forth. Jekyll and Hyde all season, yeah. right? Look good a couple of games, yep. and then go into Georgia, a team that they should have beat. A team that yep. lost to uh, Alabama by 40 points Got destroyed by Alabama. Yeah. We should have beat them. But then, you know, we go to Mississippi State and get a win, yep. which, yep. Uh, you know. And actually um, – a lot of our wins have now turned into quad one wins, which yeah. is good for us because Tennessee beat Alabama last week. I think Texas A and M beat somebody. Yep. Well, I think last week we were playing for a chance. We were in a playing spot. Yeah. Now I think we've played our way into the actual like a, tournament. A ten seed, like maybe. A 10, yeah. We could possibly play our way into an eight or nine seed. I think. Yeah. I think they got. I think UK has two more wins this season. I think it's going to be about it. Arkansas is going to be tough because we have to go to Arkansas. Yeah, I don't see us winning the Arkansas one, but I don't see why you can't win the other three. I see us winning Florida because Florida's the guy who walks all the time. What's his name? Castleton. Um, Castleton. The one that's all over Oscar and he can't Yes, their best player is hurt. Castleton's hurt. Uh, Vandy, we should beat at home. Auburn at home. Uh, yeah. I don't know, maybe the Auburn and the Auburn game and the Arkansas games are the ones I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't know about those. So, so we'll see. I mean, but overall, I think as of now, as of today, as of February 19th, they yes, they are in the tournament. <laughs> okay, so but the overall, the University of Kentucky, who unlike Eastern Kentucky University, yep, who sells alcohol at their games, yes. UK has has had this just. We're not going to do it. 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 Well, finally, That's finally. because of a singular individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Finally, it has come out that the University of Kentucky is going to have a pilot program this season for softball and baseball mm-hmm. where you're going to be able to either buy beer or seltzer, mm-hmm. two per person, and the cutoff will be, I think, like in the middle of the seventh inning. Which I think is pretty standard. Middle of the seventh for or for baseball, and probably mm-hmm. middle of the what fifth or something for softball. Maybe Sixth. I have no idea. I don't know because softball only plays. Um, I have no idea about softball. Yeah, no. softball doesn't play nine innings. Mm-hmm. So, are you taking or leaving this? UK is finally getting to the possibly the alcohol game. Well, I'm taking it. Obviously, I mean we're one of the last in the like whole conference to get on board, and I mean I think people are going to see that you're not just going to have like a bunch of drunk hooligans running around right because i think that's the like misconception that that one person has right is that like oh this is regular poor people can't hold our liquor and we're just like debaucherous like drunkards that just destroy everything in sight but i think you're going to find out that people probably drink less when they do this Mm -hmm. that because they're getting you're getting charged a lot of money. It's not like it's cheap. And the right. university, it's not like they're hurting for money, but, I mean, who turns away extra money, you know? It's going to be a lot of revenue. Maybe not for baseball and softball, but if it works here and they roll it out to football especially and basketball, mm-hmm. you're just going to be making, like, tons of money, like hand over fist. Well, they have alcohol sales at football games. You just yeah, have if to you're be rich. In, be in the press boxes or whatever. Yeah, but, um I think it's funny that they're doing this pilot program right before they start the UK's distillery program. Mm. Oh, EKU's had one of those for a while. Yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yeah, I'm sure you. Uh, but um, I, I'm taking it because obviously the beers are going to be ten or twelve dollars a beer, mm-hmm. and if p- people God, are adults please. and if they want to drink a beer at a game, they should be able to. Yeah. And they want to say, oh, well, we don't we don't condone alcohol and it just makes it unsafe. Have you ever driven through the freaking tailgating area? Yeah. 
I think you already have alcohol all over the place anyway. And it's in the stadium because people sneak it in and they're closed. They do? What? I mean, I'm not looking at somebody that does it. I've never stuck many fireballs in my socks or never seen you stick two beer cans down the front of your pants, Carrie. What are you talking about? Never. They're squirreled in my pants. Never. (laughs) Never happened. Never happened. I I don't know anyone who would just walk into the stadium completely hammered. Or just me just chugging a beer as I'm walking to the gate. They're watching me tip a beer up, throw the rest in the trash, and then walk up with my ticket. Here you go. (laughs) Ma'am, why are you bringing a loaf of bread sandwiches? I'm hungry. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Yo, have you seen concession prices? Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, I I mean, I'm I'm fencing this. I'm glad they're trying this, Mm -hmm. right? At, at, at baseball and softball games, what I think is going to happen is I think that they're going to come out at the end of the seasons and end of the summer and be like, well, we're going to need more information. No, here's, what, here's what's going to happen. I'm already calling it. So they're going to see how much revenue they made. They're going to take that proportionally to the rest of their programs and seeing if it's worth it. And they're like, okay, we had two instances of someone being drunk and being a fool of themselves. How does that relate to how many people would make a full themselves oh, the other things, yeah. and it's going to be it's going to come down to money. How much money did we make? I don't know. I still it's I, money versus risk. That's I, all it is. It, and I don't disagree with that necessarily in in terms of your logic. Yeah. But we're dealing with not super logical people. They're over open. Here. They're 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 open up the floodgates. They're going to be hard pressed to shut it down after they started a pilot program. I mean, and this this is definitely also true. Uh, but I would not be surprised if they were like, well, we're going to have to have more information. You know, we're going to do a pilot program for basketball. Like they're going to skip every, they're going to do it for every sport except football. We've got to have right? a pilot program for the rifle team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have a gymnastics. Pilot program for gymnastics. Yeah. yeah. I'm not yeah. kidding. It wouldn't surprise me for because he is, he who shall not be named on this program is desperate, I think, to not have it at football. Yeah. I he really do. This person doesn't want to be the one that allowed it in, is what it is. But yeah. the boosters are on him. Oh, and all I do. I think y'all are both right in terms of the revenue stream. And they, I think they've realized too that they need people in the seats at these baseball games. Because guess what? Fun fact baseball team's not good. Softball team is fair to Midland. The baseball team is not good. They they had a rough couple years last two years. And then they had, they had like a four year run that was really well, good. They were really good. They were, and now they're not. <laughs> well, Midgeon's recruiting is. It's not good. Dropped off the map. I will say, if you're interested, uh, EKU at their home opener and in various promotions, they have another uh, some other promotions going on through their season. Two dollar beer. No, oh, two dollar beers. So nice. go down to Richmond. I, I will think it's funny though if they, the since UK is starting up this distillery program, if they come out with UK beer to be sold at stadiums. Well, that's the whole thing is you have to you've got to be in the game before you can do that. So you've got to be in the alcohol sales. That's why EKU was able to to you know with the Dreaming Creek thing kind of collab or partner with Dreaming Creek mm-hmm. uh, to do this this beer. And I mean EKU is on the side of the can. By the way, they, right? they sold the distillery thing as a chemical mm-hmm. chemistry program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well technically it is, but again we ain't gonna get into that. 
All right. So that's going to do it for this week's Take It or Leave It. Yeah. Yeah, Not too bad. Not terrible. All right. So what did you all think of Dreaming Creek's 1874 Blonde Ale? Actually, no. That's not even the right order. I mean, we Um, can do it in that. No, we can't. No, no, no. No, it's fine. I was was just... It was a good segue. It was a good segue. But I do... I'm excited that that they finally did this collaboration. Mm -hmm. Because I kind of been like vocalizing this for a while. Sarah, everything has its order. Okay. So Sarah, you go. I mean... No, you go. Go. (laughs) Go. Go. I get to go first. Go, 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 go. go. Um, yes. My, go, let's go. Let's go. Um, my pretentious barrel house, uh, so pitted American sour ale with fresh peaches was really good. It's quite sour, which I like. Um, it really tasted like fresh peaches, like nice. literally like, like you went to freshly the country. pitted peaches. Yeah. You went to country and ate you a lot of peaches. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were not even the ones from a can. Wow. I feel like they were just fresh right off of the tree. They grow on trees, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> I was going to say off the vine, but that's not right. That's not right. Um, yeah. I mean, it was really good. It, it tastes really fresh. It was a really easy drinker. It was a 5.6%. So, right. really go. good one. Yeah. Uh, the um, Abita, I'll say okay. it different this All time. Right. I mean, say it however you want. I don't the care. Abita French Toast Stout. Is a solid stout. I think the problem is it had too many flavors that were conflicting with each other, and you couldn't discern mm-hmm. any of them. Mm-hmm. But flavor was good. It was just right. a nice stout, so I would buy it again. I almost picked that one up based because I like Abita and I and the French toast thing had me interested. But then I put it back for some reason because yeah. I saw something else. So I don't know. The, yeah. the only flavor that stood out and didn't stand out for long was maple. Okay, but there's a lot of other maple stouts that are better. It's fair. So, but yeah, I would totally pick this up again just because it's a good stout. Good stout. All right. All right. So now, <laughs> what did you think of the Dreaming Creek 1874 Blonde Ale? I liked it. It was um, sweet. Not overly sweet. Excuse me. Um, but it's really weedy. Mm-hmm. Um, not overly malty, which I also enjoy. Uh, easy drinker. Sweet. Kind of sweet. On the sweet side, easy drinker. Would drink again. Yep. Solid example of a Blonde Ale. So. Yeah. Yeah, if you like Blondale, you'd like this. One of the better Blondales I've had, to be honest with you, because mm-hmm. I'm not a huge Blondale fan, mm-hmm. but I agree with Sarah. A little bit sweet, not super malty. Mm-mm. Which um, I don't like a malty, I, yeah. a super malty beer. It's they're, they're too much. Sure. But overall, I think very well balanced and a, a really good 4.5% easy drinker. Kind oh, yeah. of a little bit tasted, and maybe it's just me. It kind of tasted like when you go to a distil- like a bourbon distillery and you taste the mash. Mm-hmm. Oh, kind of yeah. tasted like that a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah i see that oh, i thought i thought it was really good i yeah. liked it does it come too. in a four pack or it six? does four, four pack, pack. Okay. yeah four pack um all right so the three floyds cheer team wow that was a contrast in <laughs> beers <laughs> every hop <laughs> from no hops to every hop it was and it was super hoppy it was super hoppy and had i guess maybe i should have rolled the can or something i don't it had a lot of sediment in the bottom does it have an ibu number in there uh it's 7.7 um, some of the hoppier beers have IBUs on there, and some of them don't. Yeah, it all depends on the. the I'm not. Brewery. I yeah, I'm not. I'm not seeing an IBU. There's I'm just, a lot going on on that can. There is there a lot, is going, a lot on going on this can. On. But you know what? I like a good hoppy beer, mm-hmm. and I'm for all the hops. Yeah. Although I am a dry hop person. My you, favorite. I know that. <laughs> my favorite hop is the mosaic hop. Yeah, I like a citra mosaic. I like a citra. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, it, it basically delivered what it promised. If you're not into a lot of hops or something that's super mm-hmm. hoppy, uh, and you're not a fan of sediment, yeah. Um, Don't drink but it. overall, I liked it. Okay, I enjoyed it. Yep. Yeah. All 
right. Tasty. Solid. All right, so Sarah, it was just me and you on Tuesday, but I think yeah. we put together a pretty good show. I think so, too, yeah. And um, if you want to hear just me and Carrie, you can um, listen to that wherever it is that you find podcasts. And we're also on Twitter and Instagram at HungryKY. And then if you feel like sending an email, um, someone that shall not be named on this show also loves emails, um, you can email us, hungryandky at gmail.com. Yes, that's Hungry in Kentucky. That's the podcast. Yes, <laughs> Hungry in Kentucky, if I didn't say it before. Yeah, you did not. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> hungry Terrible. Kentucky. Get out. Hungry Hinky, <laughs> if, if you will. Hinky, yeah. if you nasty. There. <laughs> 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 nice. Yep. Solid John, Janet Jackson reference there. Also, um, I had people laughing at the title of last week's episode. It was Preem. Pizza rules everything around. Oh, me. yes. You're welcome. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we had the uh, the whole, what what pizza are you based on your Zodiac sign? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so you're yeah. just going to have to listen to it to see what pizza you are based on your Zodiac sign. Yeah, I didn't yeah. agree with mine, but you know, I, I came around on it. I but. didn't agree with mine either at yeah. all. But yeah. now I got to know what, what mine is. Well, there you go. Well, listen and find out. Well, Bearded Lauren, a.k.a. Kyle, a.k.a. Yep. Utility Kyle. <laughs> yes. If you ever disappear, you're going to have a lot of good names. To I know. Discovery. <laughs> We're looking for this aliases. man who has five names. <laughs> Thanks for hanging in, man. Yeah, yeah. Always yeah. appreciate it. Always appreciate it. Yeah, for yep. sure. Yeah. Yep. All I, right. I'm always, always around. Yeah, and uh, we're always around, too. And uh, if you want to be around us, you can find us on Twitter at GRLS Beer Sports. We are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We are on the Fired Up Network. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio. We are everywhere. Good podcasts are free. And we will see you next week. See ya. Next time. Bye. Ha, 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 ha.